this podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. fancy intro uh let's just go uh dylan osaka mm. dream cinderella we watched it uh I, i'm pretty sure we're the first people to be doing audio on it uh we have thoughts <laughs> we have takes. a lot of thoughts a lot of we takes. opinions so this is going to be an interesting episode um i suppose we'll start from the bottom and work our way up as we always do um so that we don't jump around the card too much but um I assume you'll be happy to start with the uh, three-way battle for the future Stardom Championship. Uh, this match aired on YouTube, so you can watch it. it. It streamed live as well, so everybody is able to watch this. Um, Saida surprisingly got the win. Uh, she cut a really passionate promo after, and the news came out not long after then that the limitations of the belt had changed, so... You can now challenge for it and hold it until you are three years into the business. So that's an interesting change and then a very surprising title switch because I don't think any of us predicted uh, Ida would be the side that won. No, we did not. I'm very, very happy about this. Um, I have in my notes, Moonchild fucking did it, boys. Um, that's my <laughs> that's my exact wording. Uh, yeah, I'm. I was just really happy with this match. Uh, I feel like going into it. The fear of mine, even though I didn't really like talk about it, the fear of mine was that Ida would just be the pin girl. You know, she would just, like, just be outside the ring most of the time, and then somebody would get knocked out in her place, and then she'd lose. You know, like, Micah would just pin her, or um, Tossai would just pin her. And luckily, that wasn't the case, and I noticed that early on, is that it's like, Ida was consistently in the rotation. She was consistently, like, the star of the match. Um... Whereas Micah and Kamatani, their feud was like sort of like on the back pedal. Um, and I was interested in that like halfway through and I was like, they're giving Ida a lot of shit to do. Like they're giving her a lot of shine. They're giving her a lot of stuff to do. Um, I felt like this match really showed Ida's growing moveset and I was so happy with it. Um, I'm sure you might have seen on Twitter like gifs of it. Uh, you know, the, the um, roundabout like the inverted Destino that looks actually good. Uh, you know, like the, yeah. the flipping. Yeah, she did that on Mayu a few days ago. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It, it looked insane. And yeah, it's apparently uh, a part of her repertoire now, which is cool. Yeah, beautiful move, beautiful move. Um, she, I forget what other move she hit before the brainbuster, but she was she was hitting a lot of like big moves. And it's funny because the other day when she was facing Mayu, I was thinking it's like this match is great. Like I think we'll talk about that a little bit later about the Corkin. That match was great, mm-hmm. but I feel like Ida she she can use new moves now because she's really really good at basically everything she does already um and in this match she got new moves and i was really really happy about it because she did them amazingly um she she just killed it in this match and i'm really really happy she's got the belt 
um, the eater rule is interesting because, you know, that was my one holdup was, oh, she would only be able to hold it for like three weeks. Why would they put it on her? I forgot that they don't give a fuck about the future belt. Uh, so they can do whatever the fuck they want with it. Like they can they can say, oh, the future belt can now be held by fucking anybody. I don't give a fuck. Uh, they like that's not a thing that they can't do because they don't give a fuck. So uh, I I think I sort of lapsed in judgment there, and I'm really really happy that um that I did actually because it gave it made the surprise even sweeter. Um, I'm sure many at home are happy about this. Maybe not as happy as I am because I'm fucking ecstatic, but. Yeah, it's it's really it's really you love to see it. You love to see it, Alex. Um, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> sorry, uh, you definitely like people love Moonchild. Uh, people are big into Ida, so yeah, people are happy with the choice with the decision. I mean, she's a good choice to be champion. You know what I mean? Like she can have those kind of good matches with anybody in the future division. And she already has the built-in rivalries with, you know, Micah and Sayakamitani if they want to keep going with that. Um, her, like, promo after the match as well was very passionate, even if I didn't understand a word of it. Like, I think people are really into her. Like, even the crowds are just really into her. And it's great to see that they see enough in her to put this belt on her, because I never thought they would, you know, have this belt on her. Because, you know, you look at the lineage, like Starlight Kid, obviously, like, a future, you know, ace of the company. Itami Hayashishta, like, the world of stardom champion. They had Micah, who is somebody that, like, they clearly think highly of. And I was kind of like, okay, I don't think they see Ida in the same breath as those names, but I guess they do. They they see, they must be really high in her now, which is pretty cool to see. I mean, yeah, I like, I, I feel like I'm not going to go into it ad nauseum like I always do, but I feel like Ida has really grown to be one of the most respected members of the roster just by fucking everybody. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I bring up, it's like, oh, Akira Hokuto fucking praised her the first time she saw her. But it's like, that, to me, is a fucking big deal. Like, that is fucking huge when Akira Hokuto hasn't been in wrestling in years and then she sees this small green person and says, she's good, I like her. Like, that, like that even though it's just a very small thing, that feels important. Just like Mayu loving Ida and and Mayu praising Ida, like obviously they're in the same group, so obviously she's going to do that. But you could tell that Mayu seriously cares for and like thinks Ida is good. You know, like like she she wants Ida there in the team. Uh and I, I feel like that on top of just a million other things just show that it's like Ida is a very respected rookie um in the company and she's a very respected just person and you know uh I remember Layla Hirsch mentioned that it's like Ida is one of the hardest working motherfuckers in the fucking company because, you know, she's small and she is a bit newer, but she still is just as fucking like passionate as anybody else. And she is just as good as anybody else. And like, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like this is my one time that I could just like fucking put over Ida and not get yelled at because she won a championship. So I'm just I'm just living for this. You know, I'm just so excited. I'm so happy for her. Um and I think that she deserves it more than fucking anybody. And I am excited to hopefully see her reign for a while, considering now she has um thirteen months to hold it if she wants to. And if she can. I mean she won't, but if she can. Um yeah, and I think uh there's something to be said as well about her kind of getting moved up the card because as we'll talk about later 
you know, stars lost three members of this show. So, I mean, that's a spot now for Ida to move into and now for Starlight Kid to move up into. So, you know, we're going to see them to become key parts of stars, which I think is really cool. Um, and it's nice to see that of all the people they could have chosen that they said, okay, Ida is going to be the one that we present as important in the group. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's, that's most of our thoughts on that match. Like there's not a whole lot else. Like, I mean, Michael losing was a surprise, but I think they uh, maybe just have bigger and better things in mind for her. Uh, Sai Kamatani losing. Yeah. Oh yeah. As we'll see later. Um, and Sai Kamatani is still in that phase. Like she's still only like a year and a bit in. So she's still off time to win this belt. And I mean, she's the tag champion. So they've already earmarked her for success. So I don't think she needs the belt to be fair. So you know, Ida was a good choice. Um, and the match was pretty good. It didn't fall into the yeah. trope of uh, one person lying on the outside that much. Although Micah did seem like she was dead for the last like five minutes. Um, but you know, I, that's what I think she was just, I think she just gave up on being future champ. I think she was just done mm. with it. Like by then she was just like she was just like, eh, I got bigger shit to do. Uh, uh <laughs> I, I only have a few hours before Utami and, and Momo. I got I gotta get ready. Um because yeah. well, actually we'll get to that later. But um yeah, I really enjoyed this match, like the match match part of it. I, I really enjoyed it. I feel like um this is the first of three Queen's Quest matches, even though like it wasn't a Kamatani match. This is the first of three Queen's Quest matches that blew it out of the park. Um, and we'll get to the other two later. And mm-hmm. yeah, um, that that's that's my opinion. I think this is a really really good match. Very good opener. Um, and uh, obviously we were watching it live. But if I wasn't able to get that live stream, um, I would be very very content with just seeing that because that would have made my fucking night. And then I could have gone to sleep happy and not have to do some things later on. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> um okay yeah that's that's that match uh on to the next match then which i don't think we'll have as much to say uh konami and natsukatora beat raka and riho uh, konami used the triangle lancer submission on raka to get the win uh this was a match it, it I, not hold did, my interest did you even watch it i did yes uh yeah uh, this, like Natsuko and Ruaka, they had really good bits in it, like for like a minute and a half, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, really weird that Konami cheated to beat the weakest wrestler in canon. Um, like I, I, I love, I love Ruaka. I love like that she got that, she got that. Like, oh, they needed a chair to beat her, but it's like, really? Um, that was just a little weird to me, but it was whatever. Um. Yeah, you know, I feel like, and we'll, the same thing with with the next match. I feel like Oedo Tai at the Korokin show. I felt like they were at their best since the Super Heel turn. Um, mm-hmm. just because I feel like that match is really good. Then Natsuko's like, "Hey, shut up, okay? Hey, B, B, say say that thing you do. Say that thing. Like, I love that bit." I love that bit so much. Like, if it, like that's the only time that I will be like, yes, give me the mic. Because it's funny when Natsuko's just like, hey, hey, say, say something. Say something. It's, it reminds me of the of the Brock Lesnar bit where it's like, hey, Paul, say something stupid. Um, mm-hmm. And I just love that bit. Like, that's just my favorite bit. But um, they obviously didn't do that here. Um, they obviously didn't really do anything here. They just walked and looked menacing, um, which is the worst aspect of New Oedo time. 
is just walking and looking menacing, and that's literally it. And then hitting somebody with a chair for no reason. Um. So yeah, it was not really anything to say about it. Uh, Ruka continues no. to be good. Uh, Natsuko continues to be also good. Uh, Konami didn't re- really impress me. Rio didn't really do anything. Yeah. Rio is like kind of lazy in some matches. It's pretty weird, but uh. Yeah, that's that. I much, mean, it'd be like uh, that. She got the AEW money, bro. Like, she don't gotta do shit. That's fair. That's fair. Um, on to the next match, though. Uh, mm. I also didn't have many thoughts on this, but uh, Natsupoi and Himika beat uh, Saki Kashima and B Priestley because Himika hit the concussion bomb on Saki, which uh, must have made you very happy. Yes. Uh. So. So. Um. So first off, if you if you listened last week, you will know that um. I said I was going to come up with a name for um, Jumbo and Poi uh, because, you know, they, they're such a unique team. I feel like they need, like, a unique name. Uh, after after taking extended time out of my extremely busy schedule, Alex, you know how busy my schedule is. Um, you know, I got I got to sleep, sleep at least 18 hours a day. Uh, it's, 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 quite, it's quite taxing. Um, after taking so much time out of my busy schedule, I have concluded. Do you want to know what it is? Do you want to know what the name is? No. Drumroll? Drumroll? It's Little Big Planet. It's oh, big that's planet. a great name, actually. That's yeah, really good. Little Big, and then Down to Down to Del Mundo is about women of the world. Little Big Planet. Yeah. Plus, Dude, um, that's actually I, genius. I know, right? And I have a little Sackboy head. Obviously, this is audio, so you can't see it. Um, I, I have a little Sackboy head um on my desk because I fucking love that game. So yeah, uh, yeah, it's a little plushy. Uh, so yeah, uh, Little Big Planet one. I was very happy to see them win. Uh, I will say I like B's new music. Um, that's that's, <clears throat> excuse me. I don't know if that's uh like me alone thing, but I I enjoy her new music. I think that is a lot better than her using the uh her bastardizing the old Oedo time music. Uh, and I also think it's better than what the fuck does she have like Young Blood or something? Um, uh, Bring Me the Horizon. Oh, yeah. Like see, like I don't give um fucking British shit. Uh, <laughs> oh, right. even though they are, they aren't that bad, but it's just you know they have that stank on them. But yeah, so yeah. this match, this match was fine. Uh, did you do the thing I told you to do? No. What was that? Uh, whenever B gets heat segments, just walk away. Oh, I'll be honest. I'm pretty sure I was either um, I'm pretty sure I was I was getting my coffee during this match, so, so I was yeah, drinking okay. coffee. Okay. See, but but that's that's my that's my you know strat is that whenever B starts like putting in a submission, just walk away for ninety seconds, mm-hmm. come back, and you will see some good shit. Like um, I walked away for ninety seconds to two minutes. I come back. Jumbo is stretching the shit out of Saki Kashima. She is doing the most brutal fucking Boston Crab I've ever fucking seen. Um, she is murdering this small bean sprout. It was great. I loved it. Oh, Jumbo did really, really good in this match. That's that's one thing that I liked is that it's like Jumbo doesn't get a lot of shine, uh, since she is the weakest member of DDM. Uh, but she got a lot of she got a lot out of this match. Um, Poi didn't do much, which is kind of sad considering that she isn't around much. So I sort of wish that when she is around, she'd do more. But she did do enough. Uh, and yeah, uh, Jumbo hit the concussion bomb on Sakakashima, which is what I've been waiting for. For months, <laughs> maybe not months, for weeks, I'm waiting for this shit. 
monster makes me burp a lot, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. Uh, makes me a little gassy. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, Little Big Plant got the win. Um, off of concussion bomb to Sakashima. Um, it was a beautiful concussion bomb. Uh, I love concussion bombs. It's great. It's wonderful. I love that shit. I, I eat that shit up all day. Um, yeah, uh, Little Big Planet are gonna gonna win the belts. Totally. Um. On to a title match, though, since you mentioned belts. Uh, the uh, Probably the front-runner for match of the night, depending on who you're talking to. Uh, Azumi defeated Mei Hoshizuki to retain the high-speed championship. Uh, this was excellent. Uh, I mean, we had high hopes for this match, and they really delivered. Um, I don't know how this match will come across if you're watching Spoiled, but as we watched live, like some of those near falls down the stretch, we like I was jumping out of my chair. And that's yeah. that's what's really good about the Marvelous House style is that, like, you know, flash pinfalls are, like, a really serious way to win. So, you know, all of Chigusa's trainees are, like, really good at doing the flash pins. So I bought in 100% that they would just have May roll up as me and win the belt. So, like, I was yeah. biting on some of those near falls. Um, they worked really well together. They had, you know, when they weren't doing the you know, pinfalls, the rolling flash pinfall stuff, like they were working at a really good pace and I think they worked really well together. Um and this, yeah, this just delivered everything that we could have wanted from it. Yeah, um my my first wave of thinking was that this was all killer no filler. Um mm-hmm. and I, I say that about a lot of Azumi matches, but I feel like this is def this is like the ultimate Azumi match. Uh and and ultimate May match probably. I don't know. I haven't watched enough Marvelous to say that this was their best match ever, uh, so don't don't shoot me for that. But this was this was a this was a very tremendous match. Uh, I feel like they both got their shit in, and it worked well. And that's always great when like they they obviously have different styles. Azumi is more of like a technician, and Azumi said this in like interviews before. Azumi is more of like a technician, while May is like a a full on you know high speed flash roll up. Like she she that's her that's her game. Whereas Azumi, she does more technical style. She just does it fast. Um, I feel like it could have been a mismatch, but I feel like as soon as it started, you could tell that it wasn't, and you could tell that this was exactly what it's it, exactly what everybody wanted. Uh, May came out with the new gear and the Sendai belt because she is the Sendai Juniors champion. Um, and Azumi came out with the dope hair. She she got she got her hair changed again, guys. It it's, it looks cool. Because of course it does. She's a zoomy. It always looks cool. Uh, yeah, this match ruled, and I think, like you know, God forbid, I I don't want anybody ever getting injured ever. But I feel like Azumi's injury made it better, because last week we were seriously thinking it's like, what if May just like wins it for a month or two until Azumi can come back? Um, and that was a serious like. That was a serious thing. Like that could have happened, um, and the fact that that like I feel like that played into the the biting on the near falls a lot. Um, like I said, I I bit on like six near falls here. It was insane. Um, I love the flash roll ups. Um, how how many were there? I remember somebody in the chat kept oh, count. There like there was like many. <laughs> fifty. Like shoot fifty. Yeah. Um. But it's like, and it's like, once you get into it, I was like, oh, so they're doing this, like, for, like, they're they're doing a lot of these. And then they kept doing it. And I was just like, damn, this kind of goes crazy. Like, because, because obviously it's like, it's a lot of like, okay, it's a lot of repetition. But like, every once in a while, you'd be like, 
oh shit, she might actually get it. Oh, sh- oh okay. You know, like, and it, I don't know. It's it's hard to describe this match and hard to like tell how much how great of a match this was. But it truly uh, was an amazing match. Probably the best high speed match on the year. Um, probably one of my favorite like matches of the year. Period. Um, just phenomenal shit. Like great stuff. Great stuff. I love it. Um, and I'm not just saying that because I love it, but it's just it's amazing. Um, I love this match. I hope May comes around more. Uh, cause she is legend in the making material. Uh, Chigusa knows how to fucking train people, and I don't think that's a surprise to anybody. No, yeah, no. Chigusa is uh has an incredible production line over there at Marvelous. Um, like both of these women are eighteen, I think, and it's yeah. just they're so good. I know. I was like, these they're both less than a year older than me, and I am sitting on my on my broken fucking desk chair watching them on a illegal stream of mm-hmm. Joshi. Like I don't know. Like I was like it. Whenever I see two people close to my age doing so great i get existential and upset so that didn't really lead into a a good um a good <laughs> end of stars match in the first place but we will get into that uh but yeah, yeah I, I let's not waste match. time let's let's jump into that one uh okay well this uh, we have different opinions we have let's let's start with that me and you have very different opinions on the bulk of this match i believe because we text about it and i was like yeah. wow because we are very different in our thinking about the bulk of this match, but go ahead and, you know, intro it. Yeah, so this was the uh, the Break of Stars question mark match, the uh, Artist of Stardom title elimination match. Um, Mina Shirakawa, Unagi Sayaka, and Tam Nakano against Mayu Iwatani, Starlight Kid, and Gokigan Death. Um, like, this match was, you know, like, I thought there was some good stuff, but I think going in, I expected more because they had done such a good job you know, in the build-up shows of establishing that, like, Mayu and Tam want to rip each other to shreds, Kid wants to kill all of the Cosmic Angels, Unagi is disrespected by Kid. I thought they would play off of those a lot more, but then, like, they didn't. It was just, they kind of worked over, you know, Mina, I think it was, to do a hot tag. And, you know, it was progressing fine, and then the finishing stretch took me completely out of it because instead of having a final two who have issues with each other and could, you know, have a, this really hot closing stretch, they had Mina and Death. And, you know, no offense to Mina or Death, but, you know, Mina has no beef with either, any of the people that she was wrestling. And Goki and Death probably doesn't know what beef is. She's just there to say Death. <laughs> she's like, just vibing. She's just vibing, yeah. Like, why, like, why, like, why did they do this? Why didn't they just have Mayu and Tam be the last two and let them beat each other up, and I would have been so much more into this. It just boggles the mind. Like, they overcomplicated it to hell, having stars go 3-1 up, and then Mina just eliminates Mayu and Kid over the top rope, and it's like, all right, cool, I guess these are the last two. Two that don't care. Like, Yeah, <sighs> but the, the least interesting member, like, and again, no offense to, to Death, but the two least interesting members of the match, uh, which I guess makes sense because they wanted Death to be the ultimate loser uh, so that they can build to the next match. But basically, l- l- I'm going to run down the eliminations. How about that? Um, so it-, it started with Death rolling. Well, actually, let me start with the-, the opening stretch of the match was really good, in my opinion. That's where me and Alex differ. I enjoyed the bulk of this match. 
um, I came in with the expectation of this is just going to be another Cosmic Angels match. I have seen over a dozen Cosmic Angels matches, and I've skipped half the Cosmic Angels matches, and I've still watched them at least ten times. Uh, they've been wrestling a lot. You you get what you get when you watch the Cosmic Angels. You know, sometimes it's a bit better, sometimes it's a bit worse, but I was not expecting a lot. Uh, I feel like the opening was very, very good. Um, I feel like a lot of this match was really, really good, and I enjoyed it. Um, but so, so for basically, the first the first pin was Death rolled up Unagi because Momentum Mori. Let's go. Uh, then Kid pinned Tam with the Tiger Suplex um, because that's what shooters do. That's exactly what I wrote down at 4 a.m. Because that's what <laughs> shooters do. Uh, Kid has been killing it. I think I don't think we got to talk about it last week because you know, like we didn't see any other promos yet. But Kid is fucking monstrous like she is she is probably the best promo in the fucking business maybe not business best promo in the fucking company right now uh she fucking just is a shooter like straight up like she just she just says i'm going to beat you nobody fucking likes you fuck you i am better than you like and i'm just like jesus you are a child like calm down (laughs) but um but yeah so so kid pin tam and i love that i love that part um, it did make me really upset when she, but oh, let me rephrase that. Kid pinned Tam, and I was extremely excited about that. But then I realized it was three and one, uh, and that meant that Mina either was gonna get straight up eliminated, and Stars was gonna be like, "Get sit the fuck down, you stupid angels," or Mina was about to fucking pull a John Cena type shit. And Mina pulled a John Cena type shit. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck she pulled a John Cena type shit? I don't know. Uh. So after after Tam was eliminated, Mayu got eliminated over the top rope. Uh, then Tam started cheating. I don't know if you noticed this. Uh, fucking Mina was hitting, was doing shit on Star on Starlight Kid, and Tam was just holding Death down. And I'm just like, you got eliminated, bro. This is fucking like this is illegal. Like you can't do like what the fuck are you doing? Like you're just what the fuck, Tam? Um. Then Kid got eliminated, and at that point is when I started being upset. Uh, up to that point, up to Kid getting eliminated over the top rope, I was interested in the match, and I was like, oh, this is pretty okay. Uh, yeah, it just, after that, I was just like, no. You know? Uh, yeah. Me, it, was, Nina... it was one of these things where, because Stardom does this every now and then. You know, Stardom overall, I feel like their booking is doesn't get, like, the credit it deserves. Because every now and then, they just do this shit where you're just like, why would you do this? Like, what provoked you to make this choice like why did this need to happen like it was so simple and i think that's why everybody was annoyed like because mm-hmm. it was kind of like this was so easy like this like you could have easily had this be a really really great match could have been really hot you know there's four people in the match who hate each other and could have held that closing stretch together but instead you went with you know mina and death and it was like I just don't care. Like, like, why? Like, you know, like, there's nothing there between them. And if you're not like super invested in the in the faction drama, then there was nothing there for you in that finishing stretch because it wasn't that good either. It's not like, even. Yeah, it's not even like invested in the faction drama because I am fucking invested and I'm still invested in it. But it didn't make up for the like, what the fuck? Like, Mina has lost every singles match she's been in, if I'm not mistaken, except for like Lady C. Like she's lost every singles match, and now I'm supposed to believe she can, you know, maybe not get pinfalls over all three of them, but she can effectively, you know, remove three 
of the you know most prolific, maybe not prolific in kids' case, but three of the best singles wrestlers in the fucking business. Or I keep saying business in the company, because <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, in my opinion, I think Starlight Kids one of the best in the fucking world right now. Uh, I think Mayu is one of the best in the world right now too. I think Death is one of the best of all time because just look at all the things that she's fucking done. But you know, like I, I feel like Mina just bulldozing all three of them is. You know, I, I said John Cena before, but I feel like it's a very John Cena-esque thing to do. Uh, and Mina is no fucking John Cena, let's be honest. No. Like, uh, but so, so yeah, Mina got the pin with the fuckbuster, uh, which is the, uh, that's the name of the, of the you know, the oh, thing. Oh, fun. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's an old New Legacy joke. I, unless it was actually called the fuckbuster by somebody on the indies, and I'm just butchering it. But yeah, uh, it's yeah it afterwards uh the cosmic angels seceded from stars and i feel sort of bad for oedotai um because stardom accidentally made the the best heels in the fucking company right here because like mm-hmm. just seeing just seeing tam's shitting eating grin and seeing mayu be like i'm going to fucking kill you i hope you know this just made me want to see tam die not literally tam die from a fucking just kick to the head from fucking mayu like i just want to see mayu fucking beat the shit out of her um so you know well done there that they they really made uh cosmic angels the biggest fucking heels in the company because like oedotai i don't care enough to hate them um but but Cosmic Angels, oh I fucking hate them. <laughs> like oh, I am ready to see them get beat. Um, yeah, uh, you can you can get into the schematics. Yeah, so I mean, as as you said, uh, after the match, uh, it, it became official. Uh, the Cosmic Angels left Stars, which we should have seen coming because they debuted a group entrance theme for this match, which uh, is which pretty. Is good. It's pretty fun. Um, it's a good song. It's, it's 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 all right yeah i like the intro but you know the i think just the the way the match finished kind of took me out of everything and then obviously we didn't know what they were saying after which i think probably hurt it because there was probably some emotional stuff there some threats thrown around but i think the bulk of it was that uh ida kid and mayu are challenging for the artist belt so they're running back stars versus cosmic angels already and apparently Mayu challenged Tam for Osaka next month. So Yeah. Um Oh, what happened? Oh nothing. Uh I guess I got disconnected. Uh continue, oh, sorry. Yeah. Um but yeah, like the the aftermath then was what it was and like it was a full split, but I think as like you, I'm just kind of like, well, the, I don't like the Cosmic Angels now. I think they're heels, but you know, I don't think we're meant to see them that way. And it's just confusing because, especially because they are kind of telling two different stories. Like on screen, I think stars are the bigger heels, but then when you look at Twitter and stuff, like the Cosmic Angels are the heels because Tam is like really has been really mean to Mayu. And yeah, I, I just, yeah. I don't know. I it's also such an look at the, I look at the Shinjuku face promo from Mayu, where she's like, "So y'all want to be the bad guys here? Cause y'all ain't, y'all ain't gonna be better than us." Like, like she basically said that. She's yeah. like, she's like, "So y'all want to be the heels? Y'all want to be the heels here? Like you want to to be the heels against Mayu fucking Iwatani? Like that's what you want to do right now? 
you want to betray me, you want to fucking say fuck you, you want to leave, you want to go out on your own. We'll see. We'll see about that. And like, I I really liked that promo. I thought Mayu killed it in that promo. Shinjuku, Shinjuku face. Yes, I know. I know how to, it's Shinjuku face. Yeah. I know how to pronounce it. I just I, mm-hmm. I, three hours of sleep, guys. Three hours of sleep. Um, but yeah, I thought that promo was really fucking good, and I felt like it really made it feel genuine. Because I think Mayu has that way of making things feel genuine. In that, like, I didn't know what she was saying, but I know she meant it. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. I, on this show, I didn't know what she was saying, but I knew that she was like, like that. This, this is like, this is serious to her. Um, and I think Mayu is one of those wrestlers who it's like, uh, nobody, nobody told her it's a work. I mean, obviously, people told her it's a work, but like she takes her emotions into every match, and it's like genuine emotion. It's not just her, like, you know, like, oh, like she, she is very good at, at displaying genuine emotion um, in these types of situations. And yeah, it just, I don't know. It was sort of funny because this morning I saw Mayu uh, say, oh yeah, Stars is probably like the closest knit now. And I'm just like, damn, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cause, wow. but, but then you think about it and it's like, that's true because Kid, Mayu, and Ida train together. You know, yeah. they never trained with Tam. Tam always trained by herself. Uh, Mina and, and Unagi obviously trained by themselves because they just got here. But you always see on their Instagrams, on their Twitters, on their this and whatever, they those three are probably the closest in the group. You know, that, and, you know, Death is a freelancer still, so she still she has her own shit to do. Those three are the, are the closest in the group. They're always together. Um, they are always, you know, working out together. They're always eating together. Like, so they got rid of the, the dead weight. Uh, and that's coming from somebody who really likes Tam Nakano. They got rid of the dead weight, and now I feel like Stars definitely is in, is very appealing still. Um, and I wasn't expecting it to be such a good split for them. Uh, I thought that Stars losing three members, even though they only had one as of like two months ago, uh, Tam Stars losing Tam would be a lot bigger of a deal. But it's really not. It just feels like oh, so Cosmic Angels exists now yeah i mean i think on that note though i think it it was good to get a fifth faction like i think you 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 do kind of need that fifth one to add some variety to the matches that you can put on but also i think you know stars is going to be a really interesting faction because of this i mean jungle kiona is out for the foreseeable future they've lost their you know anointed number two in tam nakano so now there are spots there for, you know, Death to move up or Kid to move up or Ida to move up. And so I think it's, it's you know, it's going to be a good thing for Stars because I think you just look at a star like Kid, like this whole feud has made her feel like a star. Like she's been more important than she's ever been. I think that's really good. And obviously, you know, the Cosmic Angels has been giving Tam a lot of attention. And I think she's been forced to improve as a wrestler, kind of as the leader. And, you know, Unagi and Mina have been thrown in at the deep end, and I think they're improving as well. So I think, like, all in all, it is a pretty good move to me to have that fifth faction. And, you know, uh, interpersonal grudges are at the heart of stardom. Like, that's always been how they book. It's like, okay, person A hates person B, so we're going to pair them off in a tag match, and we're going to build a tag match around them. But, I mean, Tam and Mayu now forever are just going to kick the shit out of each other in Shinkiba first ring in tag matches, you know? And I think that's always cool. 
So, you know, all of our complaints aside about this match and how they did it, I I like the split. I just think that my expectations for this match had gotten a bit high because I had seen the build-up where, you know, my own kid were trying to kill each other and Starlight Kid was just being a, a an absolute gangster. And then we didn't really get any of that. But, uh... I know. mean, kid, kid did pin tap, and that's why that's why I can't say that. Like, that's, that's why I say up until uh, kid got eliminated, I enjoyed the match because it's like, even though I knew, like, as time went on, I started to notice what was going to happen, and I wasn't a fan of it. Um, I really enjoyed a lot of those matches. I thought mm-hmm. kid pinning Tam was such a huge thing for me. Like, I popped. I was so happy about that. Like, that was just like I was excited about it. Um, kid also won with the tiger suplex, which. We didn't really talk about, but it's like that could be a finish moving on. She stole it from Tam. Uh, maybe she just did it because fuck you, Tam. I, get, I don't give a fuck about you, Tam. I'm, I'm going to do shit better than you, Tam. Uh, but I, I thought that was a really good finish for her. I think that that could, you know, lead her to some success. Um, I like the Keychon Bomb, but I feel like, you know, her getting the Tiger Suplex, even though fucking everybody does Tiger Suplex, I feel like it could be good. Uh, a good, like, finish for her. And yeah, a kid, kid has a good. Like I think Kid has the most promising uh, future in this situation. Obviously, we're mm-hmm. going to see Mayu kill Tam at some point, but I feel like Kid is definitely going to grow exponentially over the next year or so because of this split, and I'm very happy about that. Also, um, I don't think we mentioned it outright. Uh, basically, Kid also said after the match, he's like, okay, so we lost. Big deal. It was a fucking elimination match. It was weird as shit. I don't know what the fuck it was. Like it was like that was fucking weird. I I, I didn't even get pinned, bro. Uh, so basically, fuck you. Uh, you made you made the clown sad. So now we're going to um we're gonna bring in the small person, and uh okay. they, they brought in Ida, and that was that was fun. Like they they brought in Ida. Ida was like, yeah, uh, I just went about earlier. Fuck you. I'm going to win another one. Uh, and yeah, it's that's the match for Osaka next month. Solid. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't have much more to add there. I think we should move on to the next match, uh, begrudgingly. Um. Oh wait, wait, wait. Yeah. There's, there's in between. Um, Stardom is going to be on Wrestle Kingdom, but it's dark match. So who is? Woohoo! And um, they have a new logo too, which is it's very professional, but it strips away all the color and personality of Stardom. But you know, see, and like I don't hate the logo, but it reminds me of Noah. Where it's like, I remember when Noah changed all their shit, and I was just like, well, now I have no interest. Like, because I was thinking about going, getting into Noah, and then they changed all of their logos, and I'm just like, well, this just seems fucking boring now. <laughs> like, there's yeah. no personality here. Um, I'm not saying this has no personality, but it has limited personality. Uh, it's just a black logo with, you know, like, stylist text, I guess you'd call it. It's just, it's... Yeah. I mean, it... it I'm sure I'll, it'll grow on me, but it's like as of right now, it does look very just like, uh, you know, like we are professional. We're fucking, prof- you know, like no bullshit. And it's like, dude, one of your faction, like the person who just won a three on one situation, her nickname is the leader of Team H Cup. Come on, you can't, you can't be acting like this is the most fucking professional group of all time. Whatever. Um. Okay. Yeah. Like I see, no, because I but, um, um at the yeah. I think it was the Shinjuku Face Show. I was like, they still announce her as the leading member of the H Club H Cup Club or whatever the fuck. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. 
I mean, like, okay. Like, <laughs> like I just thought about that. It's like, damn, like, we're, we're, we're somewhere on this timeline. This, that's for sure. We're yeah. definitely, definitely here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we can move on um, to the shit show. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, Julia and Siri went uh, 30 minutes. Uh, they went to the draw that a lot of people wanted and expected. The problem is this was not a good match. And it's not like, oh, it's bad because it went long. It's bad because it was bad. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. were clearly just padding for time from the second the bell rang. Like I didn't feel like there was any connective tissue to things. It was just okay, well, we're 15 minutes in now, so I'm going to do moves, and you're going to do moves, and we're going to just kick out until the bell rings. And, I mean, that's every match, obviously, that goes to a draw, but, like, this was just so blatant in I that. I wouldn't say every match. I, I wouldn't say every match, because there, there are some good draws. Um, like, I mean, obviously, uh... like, at the heart of every draw, that's, the, that's what they do. Is, yeah. You know, they fill time with moves, but, like, obviously, usually there's some sort of flow there. But this just didn't have it. And uh, I think as well, the, the worst part about this is that in like the preview tags, Siri and Julia were killing each other. Like the, the kicks Siri was giving Julia were insane. Julia was throwing mad forearms. She was hitting sickening headbutts. And then in this match, they brought none of that fire and intensity. Well, I mean, they brought it in bits, but I also like wish that they'd done a lot more of that. And yeah, it just it left me very disappointed because I did have high hopes for this that they could produce something great, and then they had one of series' worst matches. You know, like it just yeah, Julia just can't do this sort of stuff. She's not this kind of wrestler, and I think it's shit that Stardom is probably pushing her to do it because they want to be New Japan light and have you know thirty minute epics. But you know, yeah. See and. And coming from somebody who liked the Mayu match, which was 28 minutes, I really enjoyed that match. I thought that Shiri could go long. I think the question of this match was, could they go long together? Because Julia, I'm not going to name it because I can't think of one off the top of my head, but Julia has had good long matches, you know, like, or at least not bad long matches. Uh, Shiri, again, her versus Mayu was a very, like, I love that match. Uh, the question was, could they do it together? Answer was no. Like, just flat out no. It wasn't good. Uh, I, I've seen worse. I think that's the best, like, positive I can give about this, is I've definitely seen worse uh, from Julia, specifically. <laughs> I've seen worse. Um, but it just, it was redundant. Like, I feel like everything they did was just null and void, didn't really matter. And it's like... I don't know. I feel like it, everything about that I liked about the the Mayu match, they just took away, and made mm. it simply, oh, they wrestled for a long time. Cause, and I'm not expecting Julia to be as good of a seller as Mayu, because Mayu's probably the best seller in the fucking world right now. Um, and my dog starts barking as soon as I say that. Mm. Not a big Mayu fan apparently. But you know, like um, I think I think expecting that out of Julia wasn't fair. But I did expect something more out of Julia. That's for sure. Like, I definitely expected something. And I guess that's my fault. You know, uh, Shuri had some good sequences. Like, Shuri, like, at, at certain bits for, like, you know, like, 30 seconds at a time, Shuri would do, like, really, really fun shit. Uh, but other than that, yeah, not really much. Julia hit the Tiger Lily, uh, the, the package mm -hmm. pile driver. 
which that, that made me feel some things, but yeah, it was, I don't know, there was nothing to this match. And I wish there was more to this match, because I, I want to like Julia. I'll be honest, I want to like Julia. And it's, it's difficult. So that, that's my... Yeah, this, this match, I think, shows to me one of the biggest issues with Stardom now is that they don't play to their performer's strengths in many ways. Like, old Stardom, this would have been 15 to 18 minutes and they would have just killed each other. Basically, the Arisa Hushki formula. But for some reason now, everything has to be long and everything has to be epic. And, like, you, you have to play to their house style especially on these big pay-per-views. For these big pay-per-views, they basically say, right, we're going to be New Japan, but worse. And it's like, just for once, like, don't put Julia out to... Like, they just hung her out to dry. Like, they know she can't go 30. I'm sure she knows she can't go 30. But they're like, oh, yeah, you know, you're going to go half an hour. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, you're... like Boring matches like this are going to turn people away. You know, if I showed this... To somebody who was like, oh, what's stardom like? They would never come back. Like, they would never bother watching See, it again. But the thing is, is that I've heard that people who didn't, who don't watch stardom regularly, enjoyed the match. How? What? I don't know. Like, I forget who it was, but somebody is like, or like on Cage Match, they it got like a fucking 10 out of 10. Obviously, Cage Match is fucking Cage Match, so don't. See, they but, definitely love the New Japan matches that go overly long and have 15 But the thing is, is that so do there. I. Like, I, I love those matches too, but this was just not good. Like, it's you know, I can... Like, a lot of those I cage can, matches I can, are not. I can dig... Like, still, one of my favorite matches, and I'm going to get a lot of heat for this, one of my favorite male matches is the Kenny Omega Okada match that went 60 minutes. I thought that was mm-hmm. their best match. I thought that was a really good... I feel like that was the way that you do a long draw that's the only like if you're gonna go 60 minutes do it like that that's my opinion mm-hmm. and that, you know i'm i'm willing to fucking get burned on the cross for that one but that that's my opinion is that that is a good way to do a 60 minute draw shouldn't be doing a lot of 60 minute draws but that's a good way to do it i enjoy those long drawn out matches when they're good but this was just not good that's that's mm-hmm. different you know it's like it's just not like just same thing i don't want to see okada go fucking 50 minutes today because why the fuck would i want to see that like that's just common sense i don't want to see julia go 50 minutes i want to see julia go 30 minutes like that like it's i don't know i'm getting into a rant about this and there's not really like it's not really worth it but it's just it doesn't make sense to me like it just you can do a good long match and we will see that in the main event it was what 25 minutes maybe a little less yeah 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 25 minutes five minutes less than like if they went an extra couple minutes i think that match still would have been absolutely fucking amazing but we'll get to that in a second like they could have gone 30 obviously the draw would have been like under you know like i wouldn't want to see the draw in the main event but if they went 29 minutes and 30 seconds i don't think i would have complained because they could have Mm -hmm. added a few more minutes into that match like and it wouldn't have hurt it i mean it wouldn't have helped it maybe but it wouldn't have like made it worse so it's just this match not being good like it's not the time thing and I don't even want to blame it fully on Julia. Um, I don't blame it on Shuri. It's I, I don't know. No, but that's what like that's what I was saying. Like I don't like I don't hate this style inherently, but it's just I don't know why they're making Julia do it when she has shown yeah. she can't unless there's somebody there who can guide her, or it's a tag match where she gets to pick her spots. I just wish 
they would play to her strengths because she when they play to her strengths she's amazing like she's so good she's one of my, like the best things in the company and they played to her strengths in the build-up to this match and then we're just like yeah so everything you liked in those preview tags we're just not going to do it and i'm just like why why are you doing this you know it's one of those things where you're just scratching your head going why are you like why are they trying to push this when it's not going to happen like why are they trying to force it when they could just have had these two as i mean you predicted or you previewed you know you were like oh why don't they just like do a double ko like how cool would that have been just you know 15 minutes 13 minutes you know these two killing each other and then a double ko like and it would have been so much better but no and it would have been they have to go 30 minutes you know they have to go 30 the shit they did would have meant something if they went double KO. Mm-hmm. Sorry for interrupting, but it would have meant something. Like, yeah. And again, like, I am not an adamant, like, anti draw match. Like, obviously, they've been doing a lot of fucking draws, but I am not against time limit draws. Like, I'm not against that. It's just do it when it works. Do other things when that doesn't work. And they should have known that this wasn't going to work. Uh, I hoped it would, but they should be smarter than me. Like I'm just saying that. Mm-hmm. Like and like that's that's the thing about critiquing things is that it's like they should be better at this than I am. Like so so when I when I say something, it's like I shouldn't be like do you know what I mean? Like like I shouldn't like me having hope, they should know whether or not my hope is gonna pay off or not. Like you get what I mean? They should know uh, whether or not this is a they they should know whether or not this was this was a good idea. Um I mm-hmm. went into it hoping for the best because I was like I they can do something good. Like, I, I, you know, they could do it. Maybe. But then they should have known that they couldn't have. Like, that, that's my that's my takeaway. Yeah, no. And, um, like, I, I think we're on a similar wavelength uh, with what yeah. we're saying. Like, this should have been better, but it wasn't. And it's, I think, back-to-back with the, uh, the disappointing booking for the, the, the Break of Stars match kind of just compounded everything. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Look at the end of the day, everybody wanted to draw, and we got the draw. So they did a good thing there, because I think it would have been way too soon to have Siri drop the belt to Julia and have Julia have two belts. But there were other ways to go about the draw, and they just didn't deliver in a big spot. And it's unfortunate that you know Julia has laid so many eggs, because like the Wonder of Stardom title has gone from one of people's favorites and one that always delivered to yeah i mean it might be good but it also might be shit who knows um but yeah that's i guess that's enough like kicking that can down the road um we'll get on to a match that i presume you liked as well uh the main event the world stardom title utami hayashishta beat momo watanabe and as you said like this was 25 minutes but it felt so different to the 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 draw like these two are an example of how you can go long and keep it interesting and keep a flow and not have it just deteriorate into, okay, we're going to hit moves to fill time. Um, and it was another one of those matches. Remember when we were talking about the Mayu match where we were like, we can't pinpoint exactly why it was great. We just know it was great. And I think that's yeah. the thing Tammy and Momo did here. Like I could not give you three reasons why this was great. I just know it was a great I match. Could. I could. Oh yeah. Because I I detected the story a bit early on and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story, at least I think it was trying to tell, is that Momo is 
fucking goaded, okay? Queen's Quest is obviously... Queen's Quest doesn't miss. Let me start with that. That's my first note on this entire thing, uh, is that Queen's Quest doesn't miss. Third match on the show, fucking two of the three matches that Queen's Quest members were in on this show were match of the year candidates. Like, that, like at least for me. Like, top 10 of the year. Maybe top 15. Like, that's, that's how insane this was. Uh, I love this match a lot. The story I t- detected was that Momo is the super athlete like she goes fucking crazy she she beats the shit out of people and she uses a million different moves right like she she has okay let, let me let me get into this real quick utami is the minimalist and momo is the just unique aggressor my words are getting messed up because i'm stupid but <laughs> let, let, let me let me just run this down okay she hit shoot kicks B drivers, the spinning Dwayne, the spinning Dwayne off the fucking top rope, a dozen Samados, the fucking tequila sun- sunrise, the peach sunrise, fucking what's the other? I don't I don't remember what the other move called, but she hit like fucking like a dozen unique killing moves, destructive moves, absolutely insane fucking everything, and Utami was able to overcome that with maybe four, with the German suplex, a second German suplex. The fucking you know air raid crash and the the big bomb, like that like that's it. And I think that was a really interesting story that it's like Momo is amazing at what she does, but Utami is more effective and Utami is more efficient. And maybe that's just a me thing that I just saw that and it was like a very small thing, but I felt like that was a good way to put Mom to put Momo and Utami over. You go, I mean. Yeah, they both look great for sure. And yeah, I just I fucking love this match. Uh, it I like you said, it's hard. To, it is hard to pinpoint exactly what was amazing about it, but it just all hit. Uh, like five minutes in, Momo was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna kill her," and she hit the mm-hmm. B driver on the exposed floor. And it, then after that, she just started kicking her. And I'm just like, "Oh, so we doing this already? Okay, Momo, I see you." Uh, oh, and can Utami has. The, uh... Can we talk about the the near fall on the on the Peach Sunrise though? Like I thought I thought she'd won. Dude. To be honest, I was like, oh, she's won like that. Like nobody kicks out of that. Like oh shit. Utami's the third person ever. Like mm. third person. That's fucking huge. Cause like yeah, that that move is fucking protected as shit. Yeah. Um, you know, like when when it's Kagetsu, Mayu, and you, you know that you a fucking big deal, bro. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh. So yeah, that that was a good near fall. I I started biting when she went for it again, and she almost hit it. Uh, cause mm-hmm. the second time I was like, if she hits it the second time, it's over. And I know um in the chat, Tony was freaking out too, cause he's like, holy shit! Oh, oh never mind. Like he was he was <laughs> like he was just fucking going insane. But and I was the same way. That's like, yo, if she hits this, like it's like, and I was getting really giddy about it. And it was around then that I started feeling that like uh. That thing in your heart where like your heart starts beating a little bit faster and you start getting a little bit more like excited about it. It doesn't happen very often in wrestling, especially with stardom, because we don't get to watch it live very often. Mm-hmm. But I just started like feeling that and I was like, Oh, so this is this is a big match. Okay, I see how this and it's like it, it started really like vibe and it was it was just great. I fucking loved it. Uh I don't know what more to say. It's just great, man. Oh um, Yeah. It, it's excellent. And um, you know, my or Utami is is two for two delivering these big main events um and you know she got her first win over momo i I, i'm really interested in how where her reign goes and i'm interested to see if she can keep up this output because i mean she is two for two 
in just delivering these really great matches. And I think she has a big test because her next challenger is Micah. Um, and, you know, we saw her and Micah have a good match in the GP. But it's like, can they deliver on a bigger stage, probably having to go longer? You know, how will that go? Um, and I'm really interested in that. And I think, you know, Utami is looking like a better and better choice for to have dethroned Mayu as, as things go on because she has just grown into an excellent wrestler, you know? Yeah. Um, on the other hand, I don't know what Momo does because I, I was texting you about this while this was happening. I was like, so are we just going to, like, is she just, like, so what is Momo, like, does Momo just, like, mm-hmm. conceive? Like, because cause that was the big thing that I was talking about last week is, like, does she fall in line or does she say, like, man, fuck you, I don't give a fuck? Or, like, is there is there, like, you know, fucking, like, an issue there? Or, like, what what's happening? And she just sort of left um, and there was nothing said from her. And then on the Climax show, it's going to be her versus Ida, uh, which is just a singles match. She doesn't team with anybody in Queen's Quest. So I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, is she, like, is she okay? Like, are we, like, is Queen's Quest cool? Like are they? I'm sure are they, they are. Oh, whom? I I think they are too, but you don't really know. You know what I mean? Like usually, usually, Mom, what will happen is Momo will get like that little bit of like you know, like oh like you beat me, good for you, you know, or like oh you beat me, I'll I'll, I'll beat you next time or something. Usually the loser gets a little bit of that, especially mm-hmm. when there's a big story behind it. But there was just none of that, so I don't I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going on with Momo. But on the other hand, Utami versus Mike is probably gonna roll. Uh, so I'm excited yeah. for that. Is this the this yeah. is their first this is their fourth time wrestling, right? Or is this their um, third? No, it's their fourth. Cause, fourth, yeah, because they had the match in JTO yeah. and then the future title match and then the GP. Wait, then is it their fifth? Because they had the one in fucking Cinderella too. Did they? Oh yeah, fifth then I guess. Damn, they've wrestled a lot. Uh, yeah. Did Micah ever win? Or did she only get dropped? Uh, yeah, she won the GP. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. Okay, so, yeah. So, I was going to say, if Micah's, like, on a strong losing streak, what if she just wins, bro? Because I was thinking yeah. about that. It's like, like I, I feel like I bite at every Utami tile defense because it's like, you never really know. Like, Micah gives me fucking, obviously, it's very, like, random, but she gives me Jay White vibes and that's, like, she could just hot shot it and just fucking, like, win and just be like, yeah, I won. And it's like fucking insane. Like that, that I can see that happening. I don't think it's going to happen, but like that would be fucking insane. I wouldn't even be against it. I mean, I wouldn't be for it, but I wouldn't be against it. Uh, <laughs> but it would just be like a like I, I don't know. Like I was just thinking about that. It's like, what if Micah just wins? Like what the fuck? Like the, I don't know. The, the problem is that like Budokan is right around the corner, and I don't think they'd have some you know random yeah. title change before then because it just wouldn't make sense, especially since. Anytime he said she wants to defend the belt at Budokan, so you'd need her reign to be strong and her opponent to be strong, I think. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. Also, the main event was commentated by Mayu Iwatani, and I loved it. Yeah. I want her to do commentary on everything. Um, it was just, She's I, I pretty cool. It. She just kind of makes noise after big moves, and that's all we want. Exactly. Really. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's neat. She's neat. I... Um, yeah. And then, I mean, and then afterwards, I just, I, I just watched her talk because I was just like, she comforts me like just like her just like talking just like you know being excited about wrestling and just talking about, like i'm just like this is this is nice this is like calming this is my this is my cool down uh from yeah. the, from the show uh do you have any final thoughts because i have like a little bit of just like on the show um 
yeah, I think uh, it was a show with ups and downs, but you know, it was overall, I think, a good show, let down by some, you know, booking decisions. But I think that's stardom. You know, you're always going to get the good with the bad. Uh, I think I, I, I'm pretty sure if somebody jettisoned in and this was their first time watching, they'd probably come back. Uh, the, you know, the production was slick as always. You know, it, it basically just copies the New Japan formula, and whether I like it or not, that works for them for production. Um, and there's no attendance figure yet, like official. So I don't know whether they drew or not. But the crowd yeah, is pretty good, I thought. That's one thing, is that, like, I get it, because, like, in case there's not a lot of people there, but why do they black out the crowd so much? Like, no other company blacks out the crowd that much. Like, I can't see a singular, a singular face in the crowd, like, at yeah, any given I'm point. Because, really sure. like, obviously, obviously, the crowd lights are usually, like, you know, dimmed for wrestling mm-hmm. matches, because it's like, you know, that's not... But there's usually at least a little bit Especially in Edeon. Like, Edeon, it usually is pretty well lit. Like, just, like, I don't know why they, like, maybe it is just to prevent, like, oh, like, there's, like, a few, like, there's some empty seats. But, I don't know, that that was just sort of weird to me that it's like, oh, so they're still doing this despite it being at a fuller capacity. You know, like, I I assume they drew at least, like, 1,500. That's, you know, that's a mighty uh, assumption, so I don't really know yet. But, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That's just a little nitpick. Uh, yeah. But yeah, go on. No, I mean, I think it's it's one of those things where they probably do want to hide the fact that there's a lot of empty seats. So maybe when they start, like, or if they start kind of filling them up a bit more, then they'll show more of the crowd. Because, I mean, optics do matter in wrestling. Like, I know some companies just pretend they don't and they'll have empty seats and whatever. But, you know, optics are, are important, I think. You know, if, you, if it looks like you have a full crowd, people are obviously going to be a bit more into it. So... I don't blame them for blacking out the crowd, and I assume that if they start drawing better, then you know they will show some of the crowd. But I don't know. Maybe that's just their decision to you know put all the emphasis on the ring. But I don't really see why, given that Stardom's always usually kind of has a really bright crowd, like no matter what. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just the pe- the pay per view way to do it. But yeah, who knows? But um, okay. So I have. Brief, brief closing thoughts about the show. Um, mm-hmm. everything that Queen's Quest was in or Saida was in was flawless. Um, you know, I can't, I can't ask for anything more out of you know those was it those four people or no those five people. I can't, um, can't ask anything more out of those five people. Uh, there was a lot of flaws, but they are mm-hmm. the exact same flaws that we've known about and talked about for months now there's not really mm-hmm. much to get into that's like oh this is like a new issue that they need to address it's more so that it's like oh the cosmic angels are really weirdly booked um you know julia is not good at having long matches and you know wish momo won lol you know like that like that yeah. like and that's not even an issue that's just you know like like those are the only real like negative notes that I can really take other than, oh, Julia for sure wasn't good. Or, oh, Cosmic Angels winning with Mina going three and one wasn't good. Like there wasn't there wasn't anything new of like, oh, this sucks or this sucks. I think this was majority good. Uh you know, I would have hoped for better considering I don't think their next live shows until the Budokan. Uh so it's gonna be a while before we get to, you know, have this sort of hype again. Mm-hmm. But 
I, I, you know, I enjoyed it. I think it's very rare that you have two match the year contenders on the same show. Uh, and I think that's, that's enough, you know, like no matter the bad, I think that, you know, fucking if Momo versus Utami and Izumi versus May were the only matches on the show, it probably would have been the show of the year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, that's like, that's just how it is. Um, and, and Saito winning. Cause yeah. like, that's just the feel good, but yeah, so that you know, I thought it was good for for what it was. Uh, you know, Julia match is bad. Uh, Awaito tie didn't do much because they. Yeah, I mean, it, good show. I enjoyed it. It was fine. Yeah. I, I mean, it was good. I just think like all of these pay per views run into their flaws where Stardom tries to step out of their comfort zone a bit, but that's something that I'll just have to get used to. You know, like. Because I, I really loved the the cork and that they did on the sixteenth, and I thought that was one of the best stardom shows I've seen in a while. And then to go from that to this was obviously a bit of a drop, but I think that's just the stardom that I'm gonna have to get used to. Where you know the big big shows are gonna see them try to do things that I don't like, um, and I'm just gonna have to deal with it, you know. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, uh, do you want to go into the? Corkin, I, yeah, I only have yeah. a few notes. Well, not a few. I have, I have notes. But... Um. So yeah, the the Corkin that took place on the sixteenth, uh, it had four hundred and seventy one fans. Um. As I said, this is one of my favorite Stardom shows of the year. I think you know of the first two matches were what they were. Starlight Kid beat Lady C. Uh, Death beat Konami and Raka. Um. But from then on, things really got going. Mayu Itani and Saida was really really good i think you know the storyline of mayu kind of needing to prove herself really carried it uh ida bumped like crazy to make mayu look good the comebacks that made herself look good like they both looked fantastic in this match um and it was helped by the story and their performances um yeah i i really like this match i feel like my my main takeaway and i talked about this a little bit earlier is that like Mayu went into this being like, I'm going to, I'm going to show Ida, like I'm going to inject Ida with a lethal dose of Mayu mm-hmm. Iwatani. Like that was her, that was her thing. And by the end, Mayu stood up, she carried, you know, she picked up Ida and then she did the Gori-chan. Uh, and I sort of felt like that was uh, a little nod to like, okay, Ida taught me something. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I said I was going to, I was going to, you know, teach Ida the, you know, I was going to show Ida what the fuck it means to be the best. And then she's like, Ida's pretty damn good. Uh, and I think, you know, obviously that, that was a very small little gesture, but I feel like that was the thing that cemented in my mind that it's like, Ida, not the thing that's cemented in my mind, because I already fucking knew it, but Ida definitely has Mayu's legitimate respect, and Mayu mm-hmm. definitely sees a lot in Ida, and this match was great. Otherwise, it was, I really enjoyed it. Okay. Um, the next match then was uh, Riho and Sai Kamatani uh, against Himika and Micah. Uh, Riho and Sai Kamatani won. Uh, this was really good. It basically was centered around the fact that Kamatani and Micah wanted to rip each other apart. Um, yeah. And Riho and Himika just got out of their way. They were like, all right, let's just let them kill each other. Uh, that was really good. Kamatani pinned Micah and uh, held up the belt. Uh, so I kind of furthered the thing of, oh, Kamatani might win, but then she didn't. But that was a really uh, good match. Yeah. It built the growth. Um, I... I, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought Jumbo and Riho did do very well. Um, also, mm. Saya's finish, fisherman dry, fisherman's driver is called the Star Crusher now. 
Um, I don't know if oh, it was already cool. called that, but it has a name. So yeah, um, I don't know what is the deal with the Phoenix Flash. I guess that's just her super finisher. Um, even though she went for it, like just sort of out of nowhere, like she was about to, whatever. Uh, yeah. So I don't know what's up with that. I don't know if they want to save that for for big deals or if they are just like sort of quiet on it. But yeah, uh, good match. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, the next match then the Cosmic Angels. Uh, they won the Artist of Tardom title. They beat uh, B. Priest, Natsuko Tora, and Saki Kashima. Um, this was this was pretty good. Uh, it could have been better, but I think you know the finishing stretch was kind of a bit meh. But up until then, I thought everything was pretty good. Like Tam was really hot on the uh, the hot tag. Like she came in like a house on fire and did a really good job there. Um, and you know, a way to tie kind of carried there into the match. I thought it was pretty good. And then you know the finishing stretch was what it was. And then Unagi pinned Saki. Um, and, you know, it was still an entertaining match, but it was kind of, could have been a bit better. But, like, I still, qu- I enjoyed it quite a bit, you know. And uh, I think Kid came out for a promo after where she was like, she talked shit again. So that yeah. was pretty great. Fucking love that. <laughs> she was like, yeah. y'all are going to lose this shit in four days, sucker. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, yeah. yeah, fuck you. Nobody likes you. This is I'm going to beat you. and Everybody's going to, like, thank me for it. I hope you know that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, damn, bro. Um, yeah. Also, Natsuko cut a promo, and I, I feel like if if Oedo Tai just did the pre tapes, I would like them a lot more. Cause like every time Natsuko has a mic, I enjoy it. But yeah. like when she when she doesn't, and she just looks dead into the camera and says nothing, and then hits somebody with a chain, and then walks away. Like I don't care. But anytime she has a mic, it's funny and it's it's good and. Like I said, um, I don't know if I said this on the record or not. Wait, I did. Never mind. I'm dumb. Uh, but yeah, I I like the the little like a a b say something say just just mm-hmm. say the thing just say the thing and then b does the thing and I think that's like if if that was all b did was just say show pie I would be like oh, I can I can live with this that's good yeah like you know uh but yeah it was it was a fine match I enjoyed it I thought mm-hmm. probably probably one of the better Oedo time matches like just one of my more one of the Oedo time matches I've like more of recent days yeah. but you know nothing too special that's fair um the main event then momo watanabe and siri beat julia and utami hayashishita uh i thought this was really really good i thought this was great you know the you know the way this went 23 minutes and it kind of didn't feel like 23 minutes like everybody helped things flow really well like momo and siri were working really well together and that built a story because Julia and Utami were not working well together. And then, you know, <laughs> Julia and Siri were just kicking the shit out of each other, which was a really entertaining part of the match. Um, and all four just delivered a really, really fun match here that I, I really enjoyed. Yeah. I fucking loved it. Uh... That's about it, really. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the pre-match with Utami and Julia was fucking hilarious because um, Utami like said her shit and she's like, uh, it's kind of annoying. I got wrestle. I got, I got a team with this chick, but okay. And then mm. Julia start doing her, her, all the people who love, love, love ski, skide, skide, skide. Julia, I start, you know, I start speaking Japanese randomly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she did that. And Utami, her face was just like, 
oh my fucking god i gotta <laughs> deal with this shit now like just like she's like looked up in the air like why the fuck am i here like what the fuck like why stop talking like it was just it was hilarious i fucking loved it um the match itself was really good i really liked how momo and shuri were kind of like oh i'm i, I like teaming with you like, yeah I, I you know ever want to hang out sometime like you know i mean like we're, we're you know we're enemies but it's like you're pretty cool you ain't bad I, I I could I could I like you. Uh, so I thought that was funny. And yeah, uh, my all of the team stuff was really funny too. Like Julia being like, "Yeah, let's team up with Tommy." And Tommy's like, "Man, fuck you!" And just throwing her at it and the chaos project type bit. I really like those. You know, that's just like, "Oh, I'm just gonna throw you at him." Is that okay? And it's like, mm-hmm. no, it's not they okay. Just had three forearms, and then, as I said, like Julia and Siri were. They're on a whole nother level. Like series yeah. kicks look like they were taking some skin off of Julia. Like they were insane. Um, this was one of the first Julia matches that I was just like, damn, Julia is fucking good. Like, you know, like, yeah, and that's, she that's was at something. Her best here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's that show. That like, I'm not sticking on it too much because obviously uh, a lot of it is irrelevant now because we know what happened at Osaka, but genuinely this was one of my favorite stardom shows in a while because you know the matches were good but they also had that kind of bit of storytelling in them that added extra energy i think stardom usually kind of lacks that especially for corkins but this one just had like every match had some sort of story going on like even the first two were you know ways of building up the stars team ahead of the break of stars match and then obviously you got straight into mayu and ida um, Kamatani and Micah got to kick each other's ass and then I guess the Angels away to tie didn't have much story but it was a good match regardless so yeah it was just a really successful trip to Cork and for stardom and it's kind of it got my hopes up a lot for uh, Osaka Cinderella that you know obviously it wasn't able to live up to but that's on me I guess yeah you know uh, expectations are what kills everything in this world yeah. It's a fucked up world, Alex. I don't think I say it enough. It's a fucked up it world. <laughs> um yeah, the, there was another show. There was a show on the nineteenth yesterday. Uh Do we even have to talk? I, I did not see the results. I have no idea what the fuck happened there. Really? Like I had no them. Yeah. Yeah. So uh there was hundred and eighty eight fans here, so I'd see them everybody just kind of phoned it in. Uh Raka beat Lady C. Konami beat Wait, Star- seriously? Yeah. yeah. Rocka. Yo, Rocka got a dub. Let's go. Uh-huh. That's dope. Okay, go on. Sorry. Um, let's see. <laughs> I kind of forget how the Stardom website does it. Is the Black Circle the person who won? I don't fucking know, Alex. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> I think Fury and Natsupoi beats uh, Unagi Sayaka and Tam Nakano. Uh. Starlight Kid, Riho, and Mayu Iwatani beat B Priest, Natsuko Tora, and Saki Kashima by disqualification. And in the main event, Julia, Micah, and Himika beat Utami Hayashishta, Momo Watanabe, and Saya Kamatani. And Micah pinned Saya. Uh, that was that show. It was a nothing show. Uh, nothing of it is online either, so we haven't been able to watch it. Rook, I got a dub! That's it. That's, it. that's literally yeah. it. That's literally it. Uh- <laughs> Pretty much. So yeah, um, yeah. It, it served to just give some people wins ahead of Osaka, Cinderella. But uh, you know, that was about it. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, we got a show to preview, don't we? 
Yes, it is a one-match cork, and they've really phoned it in here. It's not but that, that bad. Jesus. Little Big Plants well, on that show. Show some respect. Huh? Little Big Plants on that show. Show some respect, brother. All right. Okay. Chill. Um. Anyway, yeah, the card there is um, Lady C versus Goki and Death versus Ruaka in the opener. Next match is Momo Watanabe versus Saya Ida. The third match that. is Mayu Iwatani and Starlight Kid against Riho and Azumi. That could actually be really good. I'm hyped for that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the next match then is Little Big Planet against Natsuko Tora and Saki Kashima. Also could be very good. Yeah, it depends. The next match then is Julia, Siri, and Micah against Tam, Mina, and Unagi. Let's um, skip over that one. Yeah. And then the main event is a Goddesses of Stardom title match. Uh, Utami and Sayaka Amitani defend against B Priestley and Konami. Okay, so basically, basically this main event... Um, my, my thesis is that, okay, so I usually do 90 seconds, probably gonna have to do like three minutes, maybe four minutes of, you know, just walking away while, um, Mm B's wrestling. And yeah, I think this match could be really, really good. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Fair. Um, that's that show. It's really weird that that's the year end climax. Yeah. It's, I don't know. We're, we're getting used to this new stardom still, but, uh, I think, I think I just don't like that. It's called dream Cinderella. Like, I just don't dig that name. Like the the Cinderella shit. Oh yeah, I, I yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's like, a bit much. Fucking the the Osaka show should have been the Year End Climax. Like you know, yes. like because the Year End Climax is a big deal, or it's supposed. Like I feel like it's supposed to be. Like I've been geared to know that's like, oh, the Year End Climax, the anniversary show, and fucking like the tournaments are the big shows. So it's like okay, then you know, give me a ca- high caliber show. And it's like not like I said, I I'm interested in the show. But it's just like why it's I'm getting nitpicky and I shouldn't be. Yeah, this is how it is. You know, they they have exactly. ambitions beyond Cork and Hall. So that's just what we're getting now. I suppose. Uh, but yeah, Riho and, and Azumi versus. Uh, Mayu and Kid. Yeah, MK, MK Sisters. Oh, uh, yeah, that's hype. That's hype as hell. Well, I'm excited for that one. Yeah. Hopefully, no, hopefully it gets good. like. Hopefully it gets like ten minutes, and it doesn't, you know, just be like six minutes and fucking. Who loses there? Azumi, kid, probably her kid. Yeah, I don't even know. But yeah, um, I, I know, I know you're trying to take it home because you have been up for fucking <laughs> ever now. <laughs> yeah, I've been up for a long time, and my stomach is is killing me. So I'm just kind of like, I want to die. So. And that's always great when you have a co-host who talks for ages. <laughs> yeah. But with that, uh, this has been our review of Osaka Dream Cinderella. We reviewed Corkin. We previewed Year End Climax. We will be back, of course, next week with our review of Year End Climax and probably some Year End stuff. So look forward to oh, that. Oh, yeah, shit. That's next year is the Year End. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks for joining us. Um, Dylan, do you want to close the show? Uh, sure. Um. You know, believe today, shine tomorrow, whatever the fuck that means, I don't even know. You decide what the fuck you believe in, boys. You gotta you gotta do that shit. You know, use that mental power. You know, do do that. Uh you know, bow down to the queens, Arrive uh Samapoi, uh fucking what other uh, best and the worst. They haven't closed a show in fucking like a year and a half, Jesus Christ. Uh, uh we are stars, uh 
blah blah oh blah, blah 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 all that shit you know i'm just trying to i'm just trying to work it out so that um alex has to stay as long as possible just to just to piss him off uh I he... oh i was about to finish it but then you interrupted me so i'm just gonna <laughs> ijo ijo